Jay Williams joining us right now on the Arizona Sportsline, co-host of uh, Keyshawn J. Will and Max, obviously on ESPN, joins us every week. Jay, uh, thanks for the time. How are you doing? I'm doing good, boys. How are you guys doing? Hanging in there, Jay. <laughs> yeah, we're, we're trying to, to make sense of, of how we're supposed to feel about the Suns. They don't have Kevin Durant, but they've also lost three in a row, and the West is just a gauntlet right now. Mm-hmm. Where do you come out on this? I kind of feel like with the, there, there are a lot of things up in the air right now. Look, Denver is not playing its basketball. John Morant is taking a leave of absence from the team for probably the rest of the season. Um, you know, the Sacramento Kings are a talented team who have some defensive challenges but lack the playoff experience. Uh, Golden State's trying to come back into the form, but Andrew Wiggins is taking a leave of absence. Uh, the Lakers are trying to figure it out, but they feel like they're on the outside looking in. We can see how matchups work. I, I still think at the end of the day that if you're your squad, like you feel like this thing is still open, and the sooner Kevin Durant can get back, the more in tune your team can start trying to find who they are. Um, for me, I think this is going to be a race uh, with the team who's healthy at the right time. And, uh, you know, it, it's hard to look through a crystal ball and tell you, exactly when that's going to happen. But I think I I will take the odds of having Kevin Durant, Devin Booker, and CP3 on the floor together, healthy, uh, still against anybody else in the Western Conference. I still think Denver's the most complete team, even I think they're going through a lull right now. But I I still like the firepower as long as Kevin Durant is healthy, and that's a big question. Jay, I just got to ask you this quickly. As a former professional athlete myself, okay, and I know you played at the highest level, did you ever see somebody roll an ankle like that and finish the yes. workout? And finish the workout? Yes. You have? Well, not finish the work. I, that's, I, I, that blew look, my I, it mind. To, <laughs> well, if it happened to somebody else the same night in the week, I, I, you know, when I, 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 I'm going to just tell you a quick story. So I literally, I got cut from the New Jersey Nets, and I got offered to play over in Italy for a really good lump sum of money. And I was like, you know what? I, I took a week off. I, like, I got to get back in the gym and start training. And I started doing full court layup drills just to work on my conditioning. I literally rolled my good ankle doing a layup by myself because I literally kind of stepped on a, on a slick spot on the court. So I've seen it happen before. Wow. The, the thing, though, that always worries me about KD is that KD is so – his legs are so skinny sometimes. I'm actually happy that he didn't have a knee injury off of that. Like, I'm happy it was just, you know, a, a sprain on the ankle, and that takes a while to heal. But I'm glad it wasn't worse because the way that could have gone, it could have been a season in the thing for him. Yeah, that's yeah. Uh, that's that's a good point. Now I actually feel a little bit better. Right. <laughs> Thanks, Jay. I do feel a little bit better now. Yeah, uh, you should feel better about it. The <laughs> season still has a chance. You know what I mean, Luke? That's true. Everybody remain calm. Uh, James Jones did say the other day, Jay, that he kind of indicated that you know if this was the playoffs right now, KD could be out there. He just he'd be struggling, and I would assume a lot of that means uh, you know defensively. But everything you just mentioned with a lot of the Western Conference teams going through stuff right now, how much of that in your mind is just you know kind of weird circumstances, but also teams don't necessarily have that sense of urgency in the regular season right now. They're trying to build for the playoffs. Well, you know, today on our show, I, I tried to come up with a, a, a list of criteria that I think I would like to have reflect around the MVP voting, and it's similar to, to this case. I, I, get, I get frustrated sometimes because 
you know, on TV, a lot of the talking points almost in a way devalue the regular season. And you heard Dame talk about this on J.J. Reddick's podcast, mm-hmm. where it's like there, there's so much attention that real competitors give to the regular season, where it's like I, 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 I don't want to load manage. I want to compete. I want to I play in those big-time nationally televised game matchups. Uh, I want to see other stars and defend them head-on. I get that there's always uh, a strategic lens to look through as it gets ready for playoff time. But I also think, like, how you finish the season matters, guys. Like, to me, it was always about, like, how do you catch traction at the right time, which is leading into the playoffs? Mm-hmm. Like, nobody finds their rhythm, like, in the first playoff series. Like, you typically find out a couple of games before where you're like, all right, like, we understand – who we are fully. Everybody is healthy. We execute on defensive assignments and everybody's scoring power seems like it's on the same page. And for me, it's like the team that can find that at the right time, these last 10, 15 games, I give them an advantage going into the playoffs. Jay Williams, we'll probably call you again in a week for more uh, for more sports <laughs> therapy. That helped, man. Thank you. Thank you, bro. Everybody stay calm. Yeah, that's like, right. Everybody stay calm.